Isolation, episode number four in a series of the Madhouse podcast specials designed to keep me sane while I'm stuck at home. Today, I'm going to be calling Jimmy again, and I'm going to ask him for a question to ask our next guest, Ken Birch. We've made it. I had to cancel Ken a couple of weeks ago uh, because of time limitations, and we're calling him tonight. Finally, to find out what this ghost story is he's told me about before, he's told me and Jimmy, he's posted on our Madhouse Facebook page about a ghost story he's always wanted to tell us. And today we're going to finally hear it. Ken Birch, for those of you who don't know, is Luke Birch's dad. Luke Birch is our drummer. And Ken is a pretty awesome guy, as you'll find out in a few minutes. But right now, I'm going to give Jimmy a call and see what he's going on with these past few days. Hello. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. What are you doing ringing that phone? She has much better signal than your oh, steam-powered Christ. piece of shit. Christ, I was sat here waiting with my phone. <laughs> and uh, and then you text saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to ring her phone. I've got to move to another room now to go and get her phone and bring it back here. Ridiculous. Oh, well, I'm sure you need the exercise and isolation of walking from one room to the other anyway. So... You know, Bollocks. You are much clearer, I have to say. No, I ain't. Well, I it's, could uh, then, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's the Wi-Fi. Anyway, how are you? Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. I've remembered to record you today. Excellent. You've pressed click on the old record this time. <laughs> yes. I recorded Jimmy and me for a little ad we sometimes do for each episode coming up, and I forgot to record him, so I'll sack the whole thing off. The episode's out on Sunday, which will be irrelevant to this episode right now anyway. <laughs> so how are you doing again the last few days stuck in your flat when are you back at work i'm not stuck in the flat i've been at work since monday oh have you yeah i'm I'm working so it's, it's good how's that been are you in full yeah, ppe great. uh yeah so well not really i wear ppe anyway but um yeah, it's all right. I feel a bit like I feel a bit Andy Dufresne, a little bit Shawshank. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're, I'm I'm going out in the morning and I'm tarring roofs, or oh, I'm digging yeah. a ditch or something, yeah. and then I'm coming back to uh, to the prison that is the flat. But it feels good to be out. Yeah, you're not quite you know like I mean? uh, who's the other guy? In, it's not Red. Who's the guy who gets out and kills himself? Oh, 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 yeah, shit, I can't remember his name. Yeah, Bollocks, like, the old guy. What the world himself. have to go and get so fast? That's the one, yeah, yeah. that guy, yeah. That's not the accent he uses at all, but it's just a, it's the right country, so it counts. Yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, isn't that hanging out all right? I know she's been doing some music. Yeah, try, yeah trying to, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean trying to? <laughs> Well, Has she put anything out yet? Uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. I think the question that anyone who listened to the last episode will be wondering, and has probably just been waiting for this to come out, is Nat is still Nat is still alive, by the way. Oh, that's not the I question. That is a I question, but it's yet. secondary to the question <laughs> I'm about to ask you because this is the important right, one. Okay. Oh, okay. How's your candle? How's my candle? 
Yes, but... Last episode, you were melting a candle all over the, the flat into other candles. Yeah. And that was your hobby for isolation. Yeah, so basically I've waxed two plates together and it's lit it's just sat there it's not nothing's happening with it anymore it's fucked basically i've fucked two plates basically well it's not every day you hear that sentence well do you know what it's a strange world we're living in so you know you're gonna hear strange sentences being said maybe not i fucked two plates but you know I am expecting some stories of people fucking shit they wouldn't usually fuck because they're bored in their flat on their own. Yeah, the pets and shit, dogs and cats getting bummed. I was thinking more about fruit. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Not not everything, but it's good to get a little insight into how your mind works. (laughs) Well, yeah, there we go. (laughs) Candles and dogs. Yeah. Fucking hell, are you still at home, are you? Still doing the old teaching? Yeah, I'm still homeschooling, if you can call it that. I mean, it's technically would be Easter holidays this week, so I'm more of a childminder. Yeah, fair dues, yeah. So I'm just, uh, I've got to keep them alive and fed and occupied and away from Sammy while she's working. Yeah, 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 fair, yeah, fair play, fair play. Got our little garden farm nearly sorted. Dug over, nice. loads of food nice. planted. Whether any of it comes up, I've no idea. It usually does, but I hate the waiting. <laughs> right, we're doing something new today, Jimmy. Oh, shit, are we? Because I'm calling Ken. Hold on, just two seconds a minute, because fucking Dick and Dom are going absolutely mental on our Headstone Horrors fucking messages. And I've got two phone. I got two phones in here, and they're one. The one in my hands vibrating like a motherfucker, and the one next to me is tinging like a right. Oh, the group twat. chat. Fucking yeah, it's fucking Andy and Luke just giving it large on the sending gifts. Ridiculous. Oh uh, yeah, Luke's name in our group chat, by the way, everyone is Majestic Lion. Yes, the Majestic Lion. He was absolutely pissed up trying to get into his own flat by texting his own. Doorbell, yeah, some modern yeah, shit. His, yeah, texting his doorbell. This is the night yeah. before band practice about 3 a.m. He's messaging, his messaging, <laughs> sending us videos. Uh, and he was like, No, I'll be fine tomorrow. I'll be at band practice. I'll be like a majestic lion. <laughs> and he wasn't, did we, yeah. Did, did we make it to that band practice or was that one cancelled? I think we got to I that one. We got to that one, but he was in a bit of a shitty state. <laughs> yes, I think we'd missed like three in a row due to different people being hungover on different weekends. So, it was yeah, nice. but he would have been two in a row then. And I think he would have felt bad or like a bit of a wuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that was right. Yeah, right. Go on. Anyway, carry on. I think these pair of tits have finished now. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, sorry about that tangent, but it's it's always fun on the Headstone Horrors Facebook group chat. Um, yeah, so the new thing we're yeah, doing... Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's so much fun. I always like to click mute. That's how fun it is. <laughs> yeah, and, and depending how how uh, incessant the messages are, depends whether you mute for eight hours or one day or a week. Yeah, it's normally a week. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jimmy, this new thing right, sorry, we're doing yeah. this week... I yes. am going to ask you to give me a question to ask Ken. 
Okay, right. Ken is the is the guest you're having on. Ken's on today, yeah. Ken Birch, Luke's right. dad. Okay. Um, and I'm going to have to write it down, I've just realised. Yeah, you are going to fucking have to write it down because it's a long one. Okay, give me a sec. I'll go get a pen. <laughs> I can text it, yeah? I can text you the bullet points of it. Right, sorry about that. Very professional. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your question for Ken, which I'm going to ask him pretty much verbatim from what I can get written down. Okay. Okay. Off you go. Off I go. Right. Okay. So this is the question for Ken and anyone else who wants to answer it. Okay. So if an extraterrestrial crash landed in your garden, you know, they've been flying about. Yeah, they've been watching how Earth twenty twenty is happening. Yeah, they've run out. Of fu- they've run out of fuel naturally because it's all kicking off. It's the final season, isn't it? Yeah, they've crash landed. They've crash landed in the garden. You've gone out to help them, bring them into your house. The first thing you go right, all right. I don't know whatever his name is, Zorlaf or whatever. Go. What do you want to drink? I'm going to give you an alcoholic drink. So that's the first question: is what alcoholic drink would you give that visitor? Okay. You got that? Yep. So, next. All right. Okay. So, we're there for a bit, having a drink of whatever. Oh, you look a little bit peaky. You're looking a bit grey. Do you fancy some food? Yes. What food? What food would you cook him up is the second question. Okay. This is an introduction to being on Earth. Yeah. So what? Yeah, what? What food are you get? So next thing, oh, we're going to need a bit of room ambiance. Yes. So what? What album would you put on for the uh, the visitor? What would you put on? What was that number one album that you'd put on that you could all sit around and eat your food to and have your drink and listen to? So that's it. What's your album? Yeah. Okay. Got that out. Right. Fourth part. Part four. Bloody hell. All right, okay, yeah. Part four is obviously his little his little spaceship is uh is fucked basically. Yeah. Can't get the parts in. We can't get the parts in till till the next morning. You know what I mean? You know what fucking yeah. mechanics are like. Oh, can't it's gonna cost in, you Thorn. Yeah, well. it's gonna cost it's gonna cost you. It's gonna it? cost you. We can't we Zorlaf. Zorlaf. It's gonna cost you Zorlaf. We can't get the parts in. So, we're going to have a little sleepover. So, I'm going to pop a film on. What film would you pop on for the little fella? Okay. What there you go. That's film? four. Is that last one? Yeah, that's the last one. It was a four-parter. Awesome. So, I Lovely. mean, I've, I've jotted that down as quick as I can in as length as I can. If E.T. crash landed <laughs> in the garden in 2020... You bring them into your house. What booze would you give them? What food would you cook them? What album would you play them? And what film would you show them? Yeah, okay. I explained it better, but yeah, okay. You. Well, I'll try and you, do it you, as eloquently you as it you did, but I was <laughs> writing while you were waffling, and I can't write shorthand, so I, I did yeah. my best. Okay, fair dues. Have you got anything else to tell me before I move on and call Ken? Um, have I got anything else to tell you? 
Um, whew, I don't know. Maybe uh, the ransom is £15,000. And if I don't hear from them uh, by tomorrow morning, their children will be dead. All right, who's that message for? Um, Mr. and Mrs. Schneebly. Zarlaf. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> that was unexpected. Does Nat want to speak, or is she busy or not there? Or Well, she must be there, because she's isolated. Yeah, hold on, hold on. just give me give two seconds. Ask, just pass her over. If yeah, she... yeah, well, go on then. Yeah, go on, I'll pass her over. She's smoking a big cigar at the minute. <laughs> hold on, here we go. This is a life of luxury now. I pay for it all, and she's smoking Cubans. Here we go. Right, peace <laughs> out. Love's safe. Cheers, man. See ya. Hello. Hello. How's your, how's your Cuban? Um, a small roll-up. Oh, okay. He's telling lies again. It could still be from Cuba <laughs> and might still classify. Uh, from Sainsbury's. <laughs> You'll have to dig and see where they source their tobacco from. It's probably not yeah. Cuba, though. How are you, anyway? Hmm. Uh, bored. Okay. Very bored. Have you uploaded any songs to Facebook yet? Um, just the two last week that was to the Madhouse and, uh, the old Bone Orchard. Sweet. So people can go on our Facebook page, uh, the, what we called Headstone Horrors. (laughs) 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 And it was there somewhere. And, uh, I'll share them to the Madhouse podcast page as well. Yeah. I've been trying to do more music. (sighs) Sorry. So I'm just letting everyone know there'll be more coming in the next few days, probably from you and you and Jimmy, I'm guessing. Uh, yes, I've been trying to play the old ivories. Not well. Um, but I can't get can't get the lion motivated. Can't get what? I can't get the lying man motivated. Oh, the lying man? Yes. <laughs> I thought you said the lion man. <laughs> I thought like, there was a new series of Tiger King out or something. The oh, lion you've been man. watching too much Tiger King. I've watched... Fucking Carol Baskin. <laughs> I watched episode one yesterday. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> you like it. Yeah, so I it, I can tell it's picking up to something though. Episode one's a bit of a nothing. It's an introduction, I think, to the whole world and 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 the characters. Well, I watched the first episode. <laughs> you just wig into a glass or pouring a drink. I'm hoping it's <laughs> oh, one. No, I was just I was washing my hands because that's what we do now. <laughs> okay. Well. Especially now, Jimmy's uh, going no, out I... into the into the um, infected world to work. I know. On the front Key lines worker. of food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. So have you finished Tiger King or The Lion King? I've seen yes. The Lion King. Very different. <laughs> I finished The Lion King about 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Tiger King last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it a similar story uh, arc? I'm expecting someone to kill someone's uncle and and uh, stuff. Uh, kind of. I don't know. You have to You have to make your own mind up about it. I will. I'm really hoping that Joe Exotic does break into a, I just can't wait to work in. <laughs> oh, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, it was a long shot. But that would have been amazing. It was a long yeah. shot. Yeah, right. <laughs> How are you doing? Are you working or? No, I'm thinking of, because my job is literally a minute's walk. Yeah. And I work in a massive garden where it's only me that I'll be isolated 
uh, I might go in for a couple of days just so I can pay bills. Hmm. It's useful. Yeah. So uh, I might do. It's against advice, but then I'm more socially distant at work than I am anywhere else because it's literally a five-acre garden and me. So, oh. <laughs> you know. So I'll be safe How's if I do. How's teaching going? Teaching's going pretty amazing. It's not been teaching this week. Just telling Jimmy, I'm, it's it would be Easter holiday, so I'm giving him a week off. Uh, okay. I was uh, looking forward to you. I've been, been enjoying your outfits. Yes. I haven't done any this week because I've been childminder, basically. So we've I've been keeping them alive and fed. No away outfit from for sun. that. No. Uh, but there we go. Shame. I'll be back to teaching work next week, though. Okay. So, I mean, that does mean for we for me that work, the only work I can do is on a Saturday because Ooh. I need the kids. Oh, it doesn't make any difference to me because every day is a weekend day when you're in isolation. Oh, yeah. Every day is Sunday for me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going all right. Thank you. Good. Good. Um, I should get off because I've got to call Ken. I don't want to be late. Okay. Enjoy Bye. speaking to Ken. He's a lovely man. I will. I'm going to ask him about his purple hair. See if he's still got it, because it was a couple of weeks ago. He could be any Oh, I forgot about, about that. Yeah? Yeah. Well, right. that's exciting. I know, yeah. I will speak <laughs> to you for... That's not all we're talking about, by the way, purple hair. Okay. It'll right, be very, okay. Very, very short. I'm going to hear a ghost story from Ken. Oh, okay. That would be cool. He posted on Madhouse Podcast a couple of times hinting about this ghost story he was going to tell us. And I kept saying, mm-hmm. email us and I'll read it out on one of the episodes. And it never happened. So booked him in, basically. So he has to tell me this ghost story. Oh, okay. Are you around the campfire? No. I'm in the living room. Around a brand Oh, Oh, you should be. And be Can too you get beans? Noise. Have you got a stove with beans on? No, but I'll I'll go and put some on the stove for you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for talking to me, and I'll speak to you next time. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Cheers see bye. you. Bye. Wait. Nice. Well, let's move straight on to calling Ken. Ken's a brilliant person. Really looks after the whole of Headstone Horrors. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate him. And I am dying to hear this ghost story, and I'm actually quite excited that I'm going to hear it now. Um, so let's give him a call. Hello. Hello, Ken. How are Hello. you? Can you can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? No, I can now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Did you turn the volume up? No, you just suddenly came in from nowhere. Oh, sorry. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Every time I clicked answer, it said ended call. (laughs) Right. Right. So what's the format then? (laughs) How are you doing? I'm all right, are you? Uh, Yeah, getting round uh, fatter, drunker by the minute. Fair enough. Right, the format is I usually call and go straight into it. I fucked that up then, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's all laughs. It's all laughs. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, how are you, Ken? 
Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, yeah, all, all in, in a good place. We're all working still, apart from I've been on holiday this week. So, oh. uh, that's quite nice. Awesome. That was my... I haven't been away. My first question was going to be, how's it affecting your work? Because I know you work for Network Rail. Is that right? I hope that's right. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I do. I work for Network Rail. My daughter works for Network Rail. My wife works for school. Awesome. So are you managing to work from home? Uh, yeah, in between wanks, yeah. In between wanks. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, no. No, we've got my daughter's got her office in the dining room. I've got the office in the study. And Karen goes down to the school, does her bit, although not a half term or end of term, whatever on. What do you and Becky do then for uh, Network Rail then? I, I work in I work in IT and I talk a lot about IT. I don't actually do a lot of IT. I just talk a lot about IT. And Becky does sets up training courses. Ah, oh, sweet. So she she's got the interesting job. She goes out, talks to people, see what training's needed, and then develops the courses. Well, not right now. She doesn't. I'm guessing she's doing video calls. <laughs> yeah, well, video calls, but but still cracking through a lot of work. Sweet, to be yeah. Fair to her. And obviously with Luke, he's still working as well, much to his disgust. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I can't work from home too much because I'm a gardener. So I can garden, but I don't get paid. <laughs> so why can't you work then? Only because of the kids. Ah, right. Ah, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So Sammy has to work from home. Our childcare yeah. is usually her parents. They have to self-isolate. So I'm right. daddy daycare. Yeah. And, um, I have seen the, I have seen the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody seems to everyone's bringing them up. Everyone seems to like them. Nat's brought them up. I interviewed John Huffman from Riviera Kid last week. He brought them up. People yeah. seem to like those pictures. I've been off this week with the pictures because it's been half term. So I might pick them up again next week when we're back at school. <laughs> you can't go back yet. You got another week. Oh, have I? <laughs> yeah. No. I. Th- I think. I think that's one of the things. Um, we talked about this earlier in terms of if the isolation had happened 20 years ago, A, most of us wouldn't have known about the virus. But the other side is um, social media, which is much maligned. And yeah, I know there's some crap out there and everybody gets, but at the same time, it's keeping people in touch. It, it's, you know, I've done video calls with my parents and with my mother in law. Okay, it's a bit of a struggle to get uh, certainly technically naive how to use it yes. but they think it's brilliant and they're probably seeing more of us now than they were before that time so you know thankfully there's so many good tools out there and friday saturday nights as you know from trying to put these calls together uh great a lot of drinking um you've obviously got your anniversary to anniversary <laughs> <laughs> it's our anniversary yeah. tomorrow yeah 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 so See, I took the time today to, we can't go out and get anniversary presents, so we're making each other anniversary cards, and today I tried drawing an actual picture for the first time since I was a kid, just two hands holding on the front of a card, because we're making each other's Valentine's, uh, not Valentine's cards, anniversary cards. Uh, yeah. So that's no, some... I, see, I think that's terrific. I think that's terrific. I mean, I've drawn, I, I've put up in the window the... Uh, I don't know if your kids are doing the walkabout with counting how many rainbows and yes. stars and things they see. 
Yeah, so I've done, I, I, I've done that. Fortunately, my lookers are five yards from me. Yeah, well, maybe after the 10th uh, midwork wank, you've got a bit of hand cramp, then draw it and it'll look like a kid's done it. <laughs> <laughs> but we, um, yeah, it's, it's good that it's, the estate um, is kind of split politically. And I think certainly I went over the top in winding people up when they suggested a, a clap for Boris on Wednesday night or whenever it was. Yes. Yeah, we're having none. Of, I wasn't having any of that. <laughs> no, well, they should be uh, doing the clap for the NHS, I get, because it's for a massive group of people yeah. putting themselves in danger to save lives. Absolutely. And if you want to do a clap for all the people who are suffering from the virus as well, all the patients, yeah. that's fine with me as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. But don't single out one person. Absolutely. Absolutely spot on. Um, he, he doesn't. As much as he's the leader of the country, it's the civil service that runs it. Um, and with everything that's gone on, as big a knocker of the Conservative Party as I am, you know, they're they're doing the best they can. So I'm not going to be, I can't bash them on something. Maybe they could have reacted earlier, but who knew what we were getting into? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. As much as people want to tear down uh, the ruling party, no matter who it is a lot of the time, yeah. there's no way anybody, I mean, there, there are always things in place for if a pandemic hits, maybe they could have been a bit better. But every virus, every pandemic is going to be different because you don't know what you're dealing with till you've yeah. had a look at what's going on. So, yeah, I I'm a, I agree with you on that. Yeah. So, Karen... I, I, th- I think the... Uh, yeah. Sorry, Karen is a teacher, isn't she? No. No, she works in the office. Oh, okay, but she's still she at works, the school. She's at the school, yeah. So, she's looking after the... Well, they've got the key work, key worker kids coming in. Yeah. And the school has actually made provision during the uh, end of term break. So there are clubs and I think things going on. So I said, you know, the, the ironic thing is you've got me and Becky self-isolating or keeping social distancing, but then you've got Karen going out every day, meeting the children of the people who are out on the forefront of things. So Props to Karen, though, for going out and doing it. Well, there's so many unsung heroes. The, the lorry yeah, drivers. Yeah. I mean, we live we live near the M1. You know, they're up, down, up, down. Yeah. Uh, and I think at the end of this, some good will come of it as maybe we will reconsider what we want from life. But I think everyone knows we've got to pay the price. This money wasn't available. It's been made available to keep people employed. Yeah. You know, furlough's a wonderful thing. And I think... People have got to step up at the end of this, and we've got to pay increased taxes, and we've got to appreciate that. But hopefully, with with what Bojo is going through at the moment, maybe he'll reconsider his priorities. Yeah, I've said the same to Sammy. Yeah, maybe you'll see who the heroes really are. Yes, and he has been at an NHS hospital, hasn't he? Yes. I know he will have got extra care. His private doctor would have been there. But exactly. hopefully, like you say, you start to think, shit, we're all human. We all... Yeah, if a few people have cussed him, if if a few people have cussed him while he's been in there, then maybe you'll wake up and realise that, do you know what? I have done shit to these people. 
I do need to do something about it. Um, I batter up to the banks and, well, what are they putting in? What's Bridget Branson putting in? Uh, and, uh, maybe out of this we can, we, we can see a better society, but I doubt it because whilst we've got humans involved, it's always going to be pretty pants. Well, my <laughs> fear is that greed. the government uses this after the fact as a way of saying... Like, oh, if we hadn't done austerity for the last 10 years, we wouldn't be able to afford this bailout. And now that we've done the bailout, we'll need another 10 years of austerity. So, yeah, yeah. Who knows? And maybe we'll justify it. I mean, you know, I'm no political expert. I know, uh, you know, we, we've now got a new Labour leader who I absolutely, I, I think he's a cracking person to pick up the mantle now. I was a great fan of Corbyn and, and the social ideals. Um, and ironically, obviously, what we're seeing now is a Conservative Party putting in place these ideals. Uh, and they're actually putting in socialist ideals to keep the country going through this. But but we'll see. We'll see. There's a long way to go, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm looking and, forward uh, to seeing the next we're couple We're in of the years. lucky ones. We're, you know, uh, some, of us are, some of us are very lucky. And I've had conversations that said, it won't be long before the rioting starts. And... and I must admit, I work in the offices of Network Rail. People are very blind, and the same on this estate. People are very blind to the fact that there are people out there that at the best of times don't have money to exist. Yes. So when they don't have money to feed their children as well as exist, or and it's worse off than ever, well, what do they have to do? They have to go and take stuff. Yeah. And, and, and they'll face the consequences for it. And and it's society's fault for letting them be in that position. Um, people willing to help themselves. I mean, we've got people... Um, friends of ours work for Virgin Airways and ironically he stood them down and gave them eight weeks unpaid and they're now working, certainly the one around the corner is working at Tesco's. Yes. So they're getting a taste of you know, what these people have to put up with. Yep. But yeah, so um, roll on. I don't want to go back to work, but at the same time, I want to be allowed out and I'm getting that little bit of twitchy now. I think most of us are getting to the point of like, yeah, okay, come on, we need to get out and about. So I think we need a weather change to make us go, oh, shit, it's just more to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm wondering if uh, the world will have, uh, well, this world changed the world, there's no doubt about it, but whether that part of that change will be the way people have a different work ethic or maybe have a different setup for work, realising that lots of the jobs can be done from home and done quite well. Yeah, right? uh, Sammy absolutely. Right, has just been saying she's getting more done here than she gets done at work because she's not getting asked questions, she's... You know, she's not... Well, I work. I work two days from uh, from home a week anyway. Yeah. So this is this isn't much of a sea change for me. Um, and absolutely, you are right because you know we get up seven o'clock. It's you're doing your hours, but you're not necessarily doing the hours that they expect. I mean, I was on last night, um, so it was Thursday, so isn't it? Now I've been off a week, but someone pinged me. 11 o'clock last night to say that a job was still running that shouldn't be and they hadn't done it before so i logged on to the server um and sorted it out now that to me is part of the give and take you know if the company are willing to let me work from home and don't expect me to work a nine to five but work out what hours can suit me then i'm quite happy to give back to that and say do you know what it may be 11 12 o'clock on a thursday night when i'm on holiday but I can go on there and save them a, a day of grief. Yes. 
I think so. I do. I do think it will change. What worries me is what we're not hearing about, and that's the state of play. And I saw saw an interview last night with David Miliband. What's going on in Africa? What's going on in India? These places that don't have the healthcare systems that we do. Yeah. Um, but we have outbred ourselves. We are putting pressures on the world, and as we've seen from this, you know, pollution can be stopped very quick. You know that the, the air quality is improving dramatically. I mean, the pictures from Venice and the fish and the wildlife. Unfortunately, humanity is a stain on this on this world. But we'll see. We'll see. There'll well, be a lot worse off than us. Let's hope things change for the better in the future. I have been. Um, let's hope so. I've been asked by Nat to mention your purple hair because we all think it's amazing. I like it, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's gone grey again now. <laughs> Has it? What? Yeah, it's gone. I need clippers desperately. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, I think I made the notes for your uh, interview a couple of weeks ago, but I ran over an in- in- a previous interview and had to reschedule you because uh, my yeah. plan was for these to be about 10, 20 minutes, but I'm... Literally... Yeah, we're already 15, we're already 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're better at conversation than I give us credit for, basically, is what I've discovered. Yeah. If I, uh, by the way, I can hear either in my chimney a wasp or a bee. Uh, so if I scream and you hear the sound of me running out, just hang up because I'm not coming back into this room for an hour. <laughs> Oh, do you not do? Do you not? No, that's interesting. So you don't do wasps or bees? Uh, I'm fine with bees, bumblebees, or bees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Normally wasps I'm not that bothered about, but the queen wasps that are about this time of year that usually pop down my chair oh, yeah. scare the shit out of me. Right, no, no, that's fair. It's just interesting. And they're coming on to the horror, the horror thing. You know, it's it's different. Different people are scared of different things. Well, and this is why I don't celebrate. Halloween, because I don't do horror. <laughs> okay, well, my uh, when I was, uh, oh, I don't know what age I was, maybe about 10, I watched a film about killer bees, and I've never been the same, which is fine. Yeah, no, that's probably, you see, I was, you know, I'm young, old enough to have watched The Evil Dead first time around, and, and worst for me was films like The Exorcist and Poltergeist, and... That side, uh, the, the the slasher movies and, and that, you know, the gore fests, they're nothing. But you get a bit psychological on me, and yeah, uh, as much as I don't believe in ghosts, um, or, or I'm no, never sure whether it's I don't believe in them or I don't want to believe in them. Yes, uh, I think a lot of people <laughs> will agree with that that feeling. Yeah. So about horror. Yes. While we're on the subject. You yeah. hinted a couple of times previously on, I think it was the Madhouse Facebook page or something about a horror story you had. And I think you've mentioned it a couple of times. And I uh, obviously forewarned you that I was calling you and maybe yeah. you'd be able to tell me tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've actually, there, there are several out there, um, some weirder than others. And most, most can be explained. Some can't be explained uh, as some of and and some we've had i mean e- e- even recently we had one that wasn't a horror story wasn't necessarily a ghost story but i don't know if you know the song camouflage no. about a big marine 
No, see, you're too young. It's one of the <laughs> best songs ever. It's about it's about a marine, the, this this young marine, and he's out in Vietnam. He's he's struggling, and out of the blackness comes this this big marine called Camouflage. Okay, and he help and he and he and he helps him basically, and he, he swipes down the japs, rips up trees, and gets him through it. And then he turns back to the to the uh, first aid station. And they said, how did you get through this? And he said, well, it was a big marine. And I said, what do you mean? A big marine, his name was Camouflage. And they said, well, it can't be, because Camouflage is over in that bed there. Okay. And he's been dead. He's been dead since last night. But his dying words were that he wanted to help a young marine in a barrage. And ironically, we were, myself and Karen, were walking the dogs in the Peak District last year, year before. And... It was the long one of the trial, the Monson Trail, and we'd gone off piste, so to speak, and we were doing this. Now, I'm not great with heights, and what looked like this meadow had turned into this big, steep-sided, it's not mountain, but but it was certainly steep enough to scare, scare the crap out of me. And, and we got to a point where down below us, I don't know, 30, 40 feet was with the river. The path was getting narrower and narrower, and and we had the two dogs. So two dogs were frightening me because you never know what they're going to do. People say they'll be sensible, but if they fall, yeah. is it going to pull you? And um, anyway, at that point, I said to Karen, look, we're, we're going to have to go back because I'm I, I really not sure where we are, what's ahead of us. It, it's not getting any better. It's just getting narrower and higher. And just as we did that, bloke bloke appeared behind us with his dog. Um, he was about... 10 years older than us and I explained the situation to him and um, he said oh he said you'll be fine he said you've got about another 30 yards then it then it just drops down and you'll be fine so using these words he went in front off he went down sure enough did as he said we got to the bottom walking along and there were some some other people there with David doing mountaineering and I, and I said to them oh did you just see this this bloke with his dog and they went well no no one's been passed here and I thought, well, a bit strange, but obviously they're focused elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, so we, so we carried on walking anyway, and then we a bit lost again. And back at me, the bloke appeared again, and just uh, not appeared in front of us, but just behind us or in front of us. Uh, and we said, oh my, oh, again, thanks for that last time. We're a bit stuck. And he said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going up here. If you go up this path here and get to the top, that takes you. So we, we've back to the normal trail. So we followed him, and he got a bit in front of us. We got to the top of the trail, looked round, and you could see for probably half a mile in each direction. Yeah. No sign of him. No sign of him whatsoever. What? And it was, yeah, absolutely. And Karen is absolutely the most sceptical person yeah. there is on these types of things. Even she said, that that's just weird. Because the two times we needed him, he appeared... His dog was older than ours. He was older than ours. But both times he got away and then vanished. But that's not that's Shit. not a ghost, ghost story. That's just one of those things. And and, and we still got time. Did you still want to go on to that? Yes, the God, I've got all the time that you have. Right, okay. <laughs> you use what you need. Right, so so we go back to 1978. Okay. We lived in Aylesbury, and I was 14 at the time. And the big church in Aylesbury, St Mary's Church, it's big. Aylesbury's relatively small, 
place about three mile each way round circle. Okay. And you could see the church. Anyway, Jasper Jackson. There's a there's a, a headstone there about Jasper Jackson who died in 1836. And there was rumours flying around uh, about this ghost. And he was uh, rumoured to have been pushed down the crypt stairs by his wife and died. Um, Shit. Local papers kind of twisted that and said, well, we're not strictly sure he was an old pubster. And you can, you can find him online. Anyway, so there was some mystery around his death. And they were getting reports in the local paper, the Buck Herald, about a few people that had seen him appearing now regularly at 6 a.m. and 8 p.m. on the chimes. Milkman had seen him, a few locals had seen him, and I said, yeah, they knew about him, and they'd seen him come up from the crib. So, age of 14, as I said, I'm a scaredy cat. I'm happy about ghosts and things like that. I had previously found a, a coffin in an Anderson shelter, which scared the life out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was around the field. One of the big fields that we had that we used to play cricket football on. Okay. We lost we lost the ball over in the garden, and there was a big Anderson air raid shelter. Yeah, yeah. And and then we went in there. And there was a coffin in there. I'll tell you, fly the life out of me. We don't know if it was empty full. Wow, you, I was going to say, did you check the, anything in that room? Oh, with... No, not, not <laughs> that. Jesus Christ, I was probably only about 12 at the time. Jesus. We, 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 you just did plus a lot of this. You have to remember times were different. And the parents, we'd have been in so much trouble for being in that garden. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know nobody would have believed this. So anyway, age of 14, here we go. Mates, local estate, we're all hard, we're just going to punk, so we're all a bit. So we venture into town, centre of town. There was about eight of us, boys, girls, we got there. We got there, there was about 50, 60 people there, it, all ages, just after dark. And and then, sure enough, being caught to mate, and then being for eight o'clock, the place just went deadly silent as the bells chimed. Everyone's eyes fixed on, on the crypt. Some braver than me were hanging over the crypt. Uh, as I say, they found a horror, but yeah, I, you know, I was hoping I'm not going to see anything. I don't want to see. Yeah. Anyway, bells went nothing, so we all went. Ah, we're not all of us, but you know, numbers start dwindling now. Eight fifteen. We'll wait till the next chime. Nothing. Eight thirty. Crowds still thinning out. Nothing. Eight forty-five. Again, it, it just drifting away. Now we know it's a bit silly, but we were naughty. We were uptown, and we were supposed to be probably around each other's houses, playing on the local estate. We certainly weren't supposed to be in the centre of town. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, nine, nine o'clock, we thought, right, last one, we'll give it a go, see what happens. Anyway, bells chime, nothing. So, last people there, we we just, last people left, we just hung around, and we were having a laugh about it. So, we were all a bit relieved. But we thought, right, come on, we give it one last shot. Our parents didn't even know we were in town. We'll give it to 9.15, bells chimed, and then, I'll tell you not, slowly out of the crypt, we saw this figure emerge Shit. up the stairs. It was absolutely, it was um, in that sort of like orange street light now, but you can quite yeah, see yeah. Uh, yeah. This, this, this person, all in white, coming up the stairs, and as it climbed the stairs, we weren't a brave bunch. We thought we were because like, we discovered punk and everything. Yeah. But it frightened the life of us. No way. So as a group, we looked on 
panic setting, girls are not happy. And to be honest, my heart popped out of my chest. Yeah. And then the cry, that famous cry of, lick it! Someone shouted it. <laughs> oh, like a block of shit. We just ran. Fuck. We didn't stop. We, we, we ran about a couple of hundred yards until we all ran out of breath. Or so we all stopped. And we were all like, shitting ourselves. We're just, just giving it all oh, the, the exuberance, the, the sort of like energy. Everyone was like, oh, I can't believe what we just seen. This is, but anyway, we went home and we thought, well, we can't tell our parents because we'd be for the high jump for being uptown. And, and to be honest, they wouldn't believe us anyway. The next day, we'd all calmed down and we didn't want to say anything to anyone because, you know, people are going to laugh at us because it wasn't the right time and it's a ghost story and they just wouldn't believe because we'd been together. But we knew that what we'd seen and we knew the panic and that we, so we did have those whispers. Yeah, and there's more than one and, of you uh, there. It's not like one of you is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, and, and for us to leg it, you know, there were braver people than me that legged it, but there is that herd mentality. Yeah. So anyway, three, three, four days later, I was um, I was at school and a discussion started up about Jasper. And I said to him, I said, look, I've been up there and I did see, and this is what I saw. Anyway, one of one lad come over to me and said, look, Ken, is this true what you're saying? I said to him, yeah. I said, I saw what I saw. Anyway, the boy was slightly older than me. I didn't really know him. But he said, well, I've got some news for you. I said, well, what's that? And he said, well, you didn't see a ghost. I said, well, what did I see then? I saw something white coming out. He said, I'll tell you now, my dad and a mate are actually down in the crypt in the evening painting because the church is busy during the day. <laughs> they, were doing the, they were doing the crypt up. And they were not, I'll kid you not, they knocked off at nine, they knock off at nine o'clock and he said to me, he said, no doubt you saw them finishing for the day. Do you know Shit. As I say, I, yeah, I was so relieved. I, I, I don't want to believe in ghosts. And I'll say it was absolutely fantastic news. Oh, that's an but amazing thing, roller coaster of a story, though, because yes, you gave me the chills yeah, when someone came out and then you made me laugh my head but off. Catch this, but catch this. The one thing it didn't account for, though, was that the figure when it came up the stairs Clearly had a broken neck, and his neck was resting on the, on his head was resting Ugh. on his right shoulder. So that was no painter and decorator, because you could not get your head on your neck like that. Shit. It, uh, you don't so think the painter and decorators he heard you all waiting and decided to? to st- Maybe, but there was only probably say eight, ten of us. And we you... weren't waiting by the crypt. We were waiting at the edge of the yeah, cemetery, which is about yeah. 34 yards. Shit, yeah, yeah. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. And mm. to this day, I believe he's right. But I cannot understand how the person's head was in such an unnatural position. Yeah. That's the one bit that, that froze me on it. So that... Oh, I like that story, Ken. Stories have, I really like that. That was stories, good. Right? I said just before I called um, you, I was excited to hear this story because you've been, you've been a tease a couple of times about this story, and I've I've said I was excited, and I was worried that I was building. Oh, there's up, a few. That was good. No, no, there's a few others as well. I've worked at a place where there was a burial, ancient burial place opposite, and I worked shift there, and sometimes we worked at nights on our own, and I know the stories from security there, 
how the ghosts and the, the one the one that really struck me and it's just just one last sort of adage of the one that struck me was the guy that left and i knew him well yeah. and he left because he was doing his night patrol once he got up to a door in the office saw his reflection in the door just about to open the door and he realized that the person in the reflection had a hat on and he didn't <laughs> he left Fuck. he left because he if he just said he couldn't work there overnight because he'd seen too many other things well if you have more of these stories i think we need to have you on again one day uh, will be a pleasure but they're not stories they're truth truth <laughs> true stories that we're just not sure the origin of <laughs> exactly all right mate no i'm not done yet if you got no, five no, minutes there's more if you got five minutes yeah yeah what else are we gonna do go on holiday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to go for your daily hour exercise at uh what time oh, is it now half eight 35 past anyway, oh I might take the dogs out anyway yes I'm doing something new with these interviews because I call Jimmy before I call every guest and yes. to keep him involved a bit more I'm giving him his own Jimmy question to ask every guest and it can be different for every guest yeah uh, so can I ask you yours and then I have one question yeah. that I ask every guest afterwards Jimmy's guest is split into four parts okay yeah. so if an extraterrestrial landed, crash landed in your garden in 2020, yeah. the world's ending. Yeah. I think Jimmy called it the final season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets out. Zorlaf looks a bit worse for wear. So you ask him yeah. into your house to make him feel a bit better. And he needs yeah. a drink. What booze do you give him? Got to be back here, isn't it? Buck fast. I knew that was going to be... Got to be. Got to be. Give him a bit of a caffeine uplift. That'll, get, that'll make him perky. Okay, so second... Absolutely. His question's in four parts. Second part. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking a bit slim, bit thin, bit grey. Yeah. Yeah. He needs some food. What are you going to cook him? Oh. I would say a nice paella. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, or spag bowl. Nice carbs. Either way, both ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I think you'll like... Look after him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you'll really like this next question. You've eaten, you've had a drink, and you need to sit down for a bit of a chill. I think Jimmy said you need a bit of ambiance in the room. What album are you going to play? Oh, yeah. Oh... Oh, so we're getting a bit of ambience. Are you going to go for something by days and days? Okay. Uh, I can't remember the album title because I just type it into. You can have a Google if you like. I'm just about to. What's the album? Days and Days. Yeah. Rogue Taxidermy, Uh, Crustfall. Oh, Rogue Taxidermy. Yes, Rogue Taxidermy. Yes. The 2013 album by Days and Days. Available at all good music shops or downloadly places. And and it's one that Luke got me into. Okay. It's one when he played it, I'm like, what the heck's this? 
I'm going to have a listen after yeah. you've gone off air because I fully expected you to say something I would know or have heard of. I've heard of Days and Days, but uh, not the album. Oh, man, it's just so... It's like sawgrass punk. It's just simple. But misanthropic drunken loner is just an incredible type. And That sounds like my kind of thing. And... And in these days and times, fuck it. It's just a brilliant track. Nice. The lyrics, the fuck it, just aren't. No, no, you, you, you just got to understand. The lyrics are just, because life's a game, life's a joke. Fuck it. Why not go for broke? Trading all your chips and learn how to be free. Why abstain? Why jump in line? We're all living on borrowed time and what to do or where to go. Well, if you do, then do it. Then fuck them. So, as you see, it's... It's about this, do you know what? Don't follow conformity. Yeah. We're going to be dead. We're going to be dead sometime soon. Make the most of it. And that's one of the things isolation's taught me. I want to get out there. So that's the album. Sweet, nice. And they're going to go, they're going to go, what the fuck? That's a really good answer, though, because you've not only, you've not yeah. just chosen your favourite album, you've chosen one that means something for 2020 when this alien's landed in your yes. garden right now. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, part four. You've yeah. had the ambience, he's had some nice dinner, and he's had a few buckies, and he's feeling like just chilling yeah. and watching a film. But he's never seen a film before because he's an alien and they've not seen human films. So what film would you pick? Easy, True Romance. Ta- ta- the, fi- the finest film there ever was. Again, it's a roller coaster. Have you watched it? Have you I've seen not it? seen True Romance, no. God's joking. Oh, it's a Tarantino film. It's just brilliant. It, it's it's one. It's, it's it's a roller coaster of emotion, and, and 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 it will shock you. It will then delight you, and then you'll have you in hysterics, and then it will break you again. <laughs> True Romance is the one tarantino film apart from one i think he were he wrote but didn't direct in his early days i think true romance is the only one i've not this. seen make make it absolute priority yeah did he write this but not, not direct it, it i've got a feeling it was yeah oh okay but it it is my it is my 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 favorite film out there i love any war films don't get me wrong so saving private ryan because because i just for me, I just don't understand how people could put themselves through it and actually go through it and not just run away like we would. Or I oh, would it scares that. the shit out of me watching films like that because I think, oh man, what if? <laughs> yeah, but 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 something, I mean, you know, something simple. Have you seen Restless Natives? Nope. Oh man, another one. You see Restless Natives, big country soundtrack, the, the Wolfman and the Clown, oh, Highwayman in the 1980s in scotland what about twin towns then last chance so, twin towns nope not seen twin towns <laughs> oh man i thought you said film aficionado i don't think i've even heard of twin towns <laughs> twin towns oh it's um it's the welsh version of train spotting but it's it's funnier than train spotting okay if you want to laugh you see if you want to laugh twin towns is, is up there with the best of them. So I need to listen to Days and Days, listen, watch Twin yeah. Towns, True Romance, yeah. and The Restless yeah. Native. Yeah. So put Restless Native last, because that I is a bit of a quiet I didn't expect homework. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's it's giving you something to to um to get to get. You've got to to be there. I mean, we watched. Next she time I have you cool. on, I will make sure I've well, done we... all these things so I can have my homework Brilliant. in. I yeah, have, if you're all right, one more question, if you've got two minutes. Of course you do. Of course you can. Of course you can. Which is uh, something I'm asking everyone. Uh, how long do you predict that all this will go on for? I've, uh, I think Zoe Heslop said five months. I said six. Joe, John Huffman said six, I think. You don't win a prize. The prize is that you get to go outside. From now yes. or from when it started? From now. So from now, I don't think we can let it go on for more than three months. I think we're treading a fine line between the country going broke yeah. and, and people dying. Yeah. And as, as harsh as it's seen... Um, you know, there is a lot of pensions not going to be paid as a result of this because people are dying. Yeah. The country, we cannot afford to live in a poor country. It will be decimated. Yes. Plus, I house think prices, any longer... and you'll get will collapse. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be killing people. Yeah, you'll oh, get yeah. riots, you'll get house. looting, you'll get people Absolutely. taking food from other people's houses. So I hope yeah. you're so right for me, three months. Three months. I hope you're right. Three months and we'll be back at a gig together. Right. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Because, uh, yeah. I'm and I might even restring my guitar. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much, Ken. Tell the no family problem. that I say hello and best wishes to everyone. And same with you, guys. Yeah. You take care. Thanks for coming. You're on. our future. We're, our pa- we're your past. <laughs> oh, you're our present. All right, buddy. All right, good luck yeah. with the apocalypse and stay safe. Right. Yeah, cheers, Joe. Cheers, Bye. dude. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. Yay, I knew Ken would be a good chat and a good laugh, and he did not disappoint. Two good stories. Sounds like he's got more ghostly slash horror slash odd stories in the bag, so I'm hoping to have him on again. If he's willing to come on again, that is, I'm sure he is. Lovely guy, Ken. Absolutely amazing. Always got our back in the band. Always helping out anyone who needs it, any mates. I once chundered out the side of his car and all he cared about was the fact that I got home safe. That's the type of guy Ken is. So, there you go. Thank you very much for listening to Isolation Episode 4. I'm really enjoying doing these separate podcast to the main one because I get to talk to people like that and hear some stories and it's all good I'll see you next time for the isolation podcast and for our regular episodes until then have fun in the apocalypse and stay safe